a biting tail that will leave you crushed. I'm Justin. Ice Cube did not grab the boob. I'm Sam. This movie will really pop your eyes out. I'm Jackie, and this is Anaconda on Stinker Madness. Pop my eyeballs out with the heavy eyeball rolling that I'm giving Jackie right now on that opening line. Oh, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. like yours was any better, Plotlick. <laughs> oh, come on. I had thought in mine. You just made yours up on the fly. Uh, this is Stinker Madness, a podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin, with me here always, Sam and Jackie. It is currently a thousand degrees in St. Louis, which means Jackie and I's rooms that we're recording in are at 562 degrees, so this is going to be a real short podcast. John Voigt gets barfed up. The end. Get to the chopper. Okay, that was easy. Yep. <laughs> uh, Anaconda currently streaming on uh, Tubi TV uh, from 1997, I believe, starring J-Lo, John Voigt, as mentioned, uh, Eric Stoltz, Ice Cube, uh, God, uh, Owen Wilson, Carrie Wurr. I mean, this thing is chock full. Danny Trejo, sort of, is in this movie? Sort of. His voice isn't. <laughs> Uh, Sam, take over for me. What you got? Uh, this was directed by Luis Yosa, who did a couple of movies for Corman, including Crime Zone, which we may get to okay. on this program right. as a David Car- one of the David Carradine yeah, I like Crime Zone. wearing stupid shit with a dumb weapon yeah. uh, movies. Uh, and then he ended up doing Sniper, which is the original Sniper with Tom Berenger is one of my favorite little sl- sleepers. And uh, the specialist with Stallone, that's not so good. Yeah, that's what Sharon then Stone this, too, right? Yeah. yeah. Then not a whole lot. And I think he just does whatever now. I don't know what he's doing. Hmm. But did, so did, was this like a, like it stinks. Everybody knows this movie stinks. Did this hurt his career? Because I think it was successful, right? Of course right? not. This thing was... Uh, 136 million against a 45 million dollar budget at the absolute height of automatically getting 200 million dollars back from Blockbuster. Yeah, true, true. Right? So, this movie could not have made any more money. Okay. All right. Uh that's probably what he's doing is just kicking back on the sweet anaconda cash. <laughs> I would too. <laughs> I fucking would. Hey, dude, I got a question about that. Sure. So, if we watch it on freebie, does he get royalties? Kind of like music? Well, we watched it on Tubi, which is the same model, but I'm not quite sure how the paid, or the uh, the free uh, commercial, uh, I assume it's the same model as, say, like, it being on TNT or TBS back in the day. But if it was on Netflix, they buy your license. They they say, it's, here's your, we're giving you $40,000 and we get yeah. to stream it for X amount of time. They don't get royalties, according to I them. don't, I believe that uh, Spotify and one of the reasons why they were saying it's doomed for failure to be, I don't think it is doomed for failure. I think it's actually a better model than just forking out what they want. I feel like you get a penny every time eight people watch the commercial would, kind of a thing. Yeah, the Spotify model. Yeah, I agree with that. But 
Um, I think uh, Freebie and Tubi and all that's the same way. So they actually get royalties off that. Yeah. And I think royalties are better, personally, because um, it's it's a more responsible model. Mm-hmm. But that that is getting watched will uh, generate revenue. That which does not doesn't just get 40 grand for fucking nothing. Right. Um, John Voigt. John Voigt. Don't call it a comeback. Remember how bad he was doing in the 80s? And this isn't a comeback. That's the thing. Yeah, you know, you don't because he was like in movies that nobody watched like two to three years apart after the 70s. Like his fucking ship sunk. Mm -hmm. But this isn't his comeback. Uh, In fact, I believe he won the Stinker Award for Worst Accent and Worst Actor. Okay. I can see that. Um Got some things to Even say about I that later. I think he's not doing as bad as others. We shall see during the course of this podcast. Heat was his comeback. Okay. That's right. yeah. when John Voigt comes back as Heat. And I'm going to burn one of my questions right now since we're talking about sure. bad accents. Was he supposed to be French? He was supposed to be Peruvian. It, he said, I'm Paul Cerrone from Peruvia. Paraguay. Say hello Paraguay. to my little friend. Yeah, Paraguay is where he said. Uh, he does not seem South American either way uh, in the least to me. He's John Voigt. This is an era that is not... Div- there is no era in filmmaking where there is a lack of Hispanic actors. Mm-hmm. There is none. Mm-hmm. I love Lucy. I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah. You can find one. Yeah. John Voigt. John That's the Voigt. thing is that a comeback of John Voigt from Heat and there's a couple other movies before this. Like, John Voigt was the main billing here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Not the Anaconda. No. Um, so that sucks for the movie, but it survives it anyway, right? Somehow by being completely fucking stupid and having snakes in it. <laughs> uh, you know, Eric Stoltz can't be the main billing no because he's eric stoltz and no matter how good he does like this is a movie like if eric stoltz is the indiana jones and this kills it maybe he has a chance but he's fucking asleep for the whole movie so it's gonna do nothing for his career (laughs) no if caprica had been watchable there i mean like at every point in that guy's life it's like this is the one eric and he's like I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> well, I can, I can only think of three good movies that Eric Stoltz is in. And help me, because he's been in like a gajillion movies. Uh, Pulp Fiction, which is a very small supporting role. Um, uh, uh, Memphis Bell, which is also a small supporting role. And then The Elephant Man, which... Not The Elephant Man, Mask. Mask, yeah, right, right, right. Uh, which he's central focus, but it's a small he's, he's picture. A, it's a... It's basically like he's playing one of the main aliens in Star Wars, though, because you don't get any FaceTime. Yeah. His major role, he didn't get any FaceTime. Stick a clarinet in that guy and stick him up on stage, and he's entertaining Han Solo and uh, Greedo. I I mean, he's basically like the uh, Ginger's greatest offering to the attractive male. (laughs) Yeah, no, he's a good looking guy. His hair is fucking great. It's great. It's great. But he's a good actor. He's, he's interesting really to look at. Actor. He has it all. Killing Zoe. I still have to go revisit that. But again, like nobody watched it, but that should have been the one that got him off. And it's like, eh, whatever. Okay, I'll just, believe it when I see it. So he's actually been getting behind the camera more, more good. and more as of yeah. later, as of the last ten years, because he's like, I guess no one cares when I'm being handsome and doing a good job. I'll, 
try to do something back here that isn't crap. <laughs> Terrible agent. Yeah. Uh, John Hyde plays the English guy. He's in Mummy, Titanic, all that shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got... Is Ice Cube an actor or a rapper, or is he neither? I think he's a big phony. Like, I don't have a problem with Cube as far as, like... I'm, not, I'm fine with um, it. Um, today was a good day. is a solid fucking jam. Um, but, like, you see him here, and this is not far from Friday. And uh, I just, like, dude, you were pimping and slapping hoes? I don't see it, buddy. I think you're a phony. I don't think you slapped a hoe in your whole life. No, I don't think so. He seems like a family man. Yeah. That's where I'm like, he had an album come out in 2018, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I should try to listen to this. And I was like, on Spotify, and I stared it down for a good two minutes, and I was like, no, I can't do it. No. Because I just don't like his music. No. I I don't. I, I don't like his music. It's... I like his acting sometimes, but he's not really doing anything except being a fish out of water. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He's just a personality, and he's a good personality, and I like him. Uh, But I don't know if he's a rapper or an actor. Right. (laughs) Or neither. I think he's just some guy. Or neither. And I, you know, led with him because he has the classic opportunity of cameras on, sexual harassment is off, Mm -hmm. when he's putting Jennifer Lopez back in the boat. And he has... A golden opportunity to get a handful of ass and boob, and he goes to help her in. He looks where he's about to grab. He pulls his left hand. Right. And then lifts his right hand and grabs her by the belt and just hoists her in there. And I was like, well, you were a goddamn gentleman. You're a liar with your rap songs. Yeah, he's never chalking the bitches and slapping the hose. Uh, No. Which, good, 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 (laughs) good. Easy E. I mean, your jams were sick and all, but dude. Stop it. And he did. <laughs> but, you know. By dying. By dying. Of AIDS. Of AIDS. But, uh, you know, Cube, hey, I just don't think he had any business, like, morally being an NWA. Uh, I guess, I mean, J-Lo has as many albums as he does, right? Yeah. If probably. not more. Yeah. She just did a new album this year. Okay. I'm not going to listen to it. No. She's... Possibly aging with the best of them. You stack Anaconda J-Lo next to Super Bowl J-Lo, and you're like, what? What?" (laughs) She is not. I don't don't know what the fuck is going on with her in this movie, but, like, I do not see an international superstar in the works uh, when I look at J-Lo and Anaconda. But Super Bowl J-Lo, I'm like, okay, yep. I see a girl that someone like me would marry in Anaconda. Sure, sure. In these new movies, I see a woman that Ben Affleck would marry. Yeah, right, right, yep. Right? Like, she is aging with the best yep. of them. Absolutely. Well, she's got eyebrows now. Okay, that's a positive. It didn't help that she didn't have eyebrows. Yeah, it's positive. At this time, eyebrows were seen as unattractive. There was still a lot of plucking and shaving and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, no, get those things friggin' thick. So this leads me to the most interesting. This is barely having anything to do with the film Anaconda. Carrie Wurr. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember MTV's remote control the game I, show? Mostly okay, because Carrie every Wurr time that. Kurt, Carrie Wurr, anytime she's on the show, we, you bring up MTV's remote control. And sliders. Do I bring that up every time? Uh, the ones from my castle. I didn't know she worked there, but uh, good. On, I no, mean, no. The fine. one with Joe. Um, the show sliders oh 
with Joey. Was uh, it about Joe... White Castle? You don't remember Sliders? No. Of course I remember Sliders. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Jackie no. does. Fish. It, it was a uh, like a Legend of the Stinker type show. And then she did Playboy. She was like top 10 Maxim girl. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I didn't pay attention to that because I looked when she put her boobs out yeah. and looked at them. Yeah. Um, and com- she was the she did live action because they did cut scenes in the Command and Conquers, and she was in Command and Conquer too, Red right. Alert too. Good call. Yeah, so it's like this is she is boner inducing for anyone age uh, thirteen to twenty six, circa ninety six through two thousand one. Yeah, pretty much. Tragically, in two thousand two, on the set of the TV movie Spiders Webs, her boobs would implode. Was she looking for the Titanic by chance? No. Too soon? Uh, <laughs> too soon. Too soon. <laughs> I'm sorry. Safety measures were not taken. They just jammed those things in there, which didn't make any sense because I couldn't tell if they were fake or real when I was Can looking at the playbook. Can we get OSHA in here? Like, <laughs> safety me- what kind of safety measures do you do? Ma'am, I'm afraid that your boobs are about to implode. My God. <laughs> get her off set. <laughs> clear, clear, the, clear the studio. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, what safety measures would do you use when you are introducing foreign objects into the human body? Get Jeremy Renner and a robot in here. These tits are about yeah. to go up. OSHA's like, well, the act of jamming those things under her skin is inherently unsafe. <laughs> right. Um. So yeah, it's called like encapsulation, but okay. basically your body rejects the boobs, right. and so yeah. in two thousand two, uh, her boobs. Had to get, she had to get them removed. Okay, that's And awesome. uh, then does some daytime TV, but most notably, only because of this possibly being the stupidest subtitle to any long-running sequel franchise ever, she is in Hellraiser 7, okay. which is Hellraiser Deader. <laughs> oh my god. So after your boobs implode, you have to be in Hellraiser oh, Deader. Oh, no. Deader. <laughs> deader. It's actually Deader. Like, there's... I. This was just so fascinating. I looked at this for like 20 minutes. I was like, how do you do that? How can you... Deader's not even a word. So Hellraiser 1 and 2 were just Hellraiser 1 and 2. And let, and let they introduced... Deader is a word if it's spelled D-E-B-T-O-R, which I'm assuming the studio then became a detour. <laughs> No, this is deader. <laughs> Deeter. Um, yeah, so on the third movie, it was Hellraiser 3, colon, Hell on Earth. Then they drop the numbers and just start doing the subtitles. So you get Bloodline, Inferno mm-hmm. at five, six is Hellseeker. Mm-hmm. Out of ideas. Hellraiser 7, deader. Deader. Doesn't do very good. Yeah. Then they did Hellworld Revelations. Judgment and apparently Hellraiser was rebooted in 2022 to a uh, 65% approval rating on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, which is a really high approval rating for schlock that has been rebooted. Yeah, but nobody watched it. Uh, Is she in any of them other than Detter? No, that's what happens when you got to strip them out is that you get tossed into Hellraiser Deader, and then your career goes down the toilet. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I like Carrie Wurr with or without tits. I think she's great. She's fun. She's beautiful. Yeah, she, and she's fun. She's fun. She's, a yeah, fun, she's fun. All of her characters are fun. She does a great job. You couldn't be on any of those MTV anything 
shows because they were, you know, partially scripted. Uh, but you, you were on the fly. They, Viacom wasn't spending money on that shit. Mm-hmm. So you only had a couple chances. They weren't going to do multiple takes. So any of their game shows or the dating shows, whatever, you get like Jenny McCarthy, wherever she is in her banana business now. At the time that she's on that dating show, that is a woman who is obviously sharp, has a quick wit, and can move on her toes. And Carrie Wurr had the same thing for the game, the remote control. Yeah. You got to be snappy yeah, right, right. and fun yeah. to actually do the fucking show. Right. Okay. What else? Anything? How many snakes were harmed in the making of this movie? <laughs> um, probably a bunch. The big snake is animatronic, except for when it looks terrible in CGI. Uh, at various points, a team of 10 people would lose control of the animatronic snake, and it would just go, and that's all in the movie. Okay. Because uh, this was shot on film, and it was costing every tick. Uh, the CGI snake, uh, Sony did, I looked at how many people were in that studio. It was about 17 or 18 people that had to make that. Mm-hmm. That shit cost $100,000 a second. Ooh. Oh my, that's tall. That's my oh, long. Yeah, it's long. Uh oh boy, God, that's fucking expensive, dude. That's why the movie costs forty five million, probably. Yeah. Even though there's only like maybe what do you think, fifteen seconds? Maybe twenty. Maybe twenty. So they got Ooh. two million in fake snake. Yeah. Oof. The animatronic one had to cost four million to build if it's a ten man team to run the fucking thing. I mean, I know it's nineteen ninety seven and but I know nothing about CGI design. I'm pretty sure I could spend about an hour and make that snake in about the same amount of uh its quality of effects for about two hundred bucks. In nineteen ninety seven you have to have a warehouse full of computers to even yeah, try. Yeah. Cause it was like, you know, they're probably doing it in Lightwave mm-hmm. or three D Studio Max. If it was 3D Studio Max, that's what um, ILM did. You're writing your own fucking code for that shit. They're, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah we'll still yeah. you this program. It's a stripped down. Here's X. Here's Y. Here's Z. Well, how do I do this? And you're like, well, I don't know. Get your code book out and start writing fucking code. The other good so, side about them doing it, not me, is that if I had done the effects for Anaconda when the snake is flying through the air, everybody would have noticed the copious amount of boobs that I would have attached to it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Snake's got some nice knockers, but uh, it's deadly. Deadly! <laughs> it's boxing a fish with tits. <laughs> Who hasn't? Uh, okay, we ready to do this. Anaconda. Yes. Okay. Anaconda. Uh, we learn the anacondas were worshipped in South America with a subtitle or a, a pre-scroll. Um and that there's some tribe that super thinks that they're awesome out there. And we should super note that they barf up their food to eat it again. Not because of nature, but because they're assholes. <laughs> that is the, what? So anytime a movie starts with a scroll, you're automatically going, oh, yeah, this is going to be bullshit because you mm-hmm. can't show me. Mm-hmm. You're going to tell me about it. And then you're reading yeah. this and you're like, did the person. Does anyone here know anything about snakes at all? Right, right. And that's actually what you should have done for research, Sam, is like how wrong this movie is, which I'm assuming Wait, all I of it. I didn't have to do a lot because, 
Our science teacher in high school was a herpetologist, and I would pay attention to the shit that he said. He didn't have like, any after the snakes eat, he had boas, yeah. and after it ate a rabbit or a puppy because of rednecks. Um, <laughs> it was a sick puppy. It was asleep for a fucking week. Yeah. yeah. It would, it like... It would take that thing like a month to three months to di- if it was a larger bunny, it would take that snake like three months to digest it. Mm-hmm. That fucking thing would eat like four times a year if right. the food was big. Right. This thing's munching way too much. Way too much. But anyways, we'll get to that. Uh so Danny Trejo, uh, he's calling for help using someone else's voice, which is a strange decision that I want to point out. Normally I wouldn't uh uh, uh, point out something this stupid when I'm trying to go fast on a podcast because I'm sweating my brains out. But why not use Danny Trejo's voice? This character isn't some weenie guy. He's Danny Trejo. He looks like he's been through fucking hell and back, which Danny Trejo has. Use Danny Trejo's leathery, gross voice to be like, because at the end of the scene, he kills himself. Jumped ahead. Like, if you use Danny Trejo's voice, you're saying that tough ass guy is so scared that he's taking the easy way out, which when you use some wiener guy's voice, it's not the same. I noticed that there was unmanaged, like there was unusual amounts of full scenes done completely with ADR in this movie. Yeah. So I think they had some problems with sound. And then at that point, you only call back who you have to call back. The only one who I think performed, uh, JLo did fine. Uh, Eric Stoltz was fucking laying down the whole time, but uh, <laughs> he did fine. Just gonna spoiler alert: the only person that doesn't fucking blow it in this whole movie is Owen Wilson. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't do anything. That's why he's just like, I'm not gonna do anything. Yeah. I'm taking zero chances. I'm just gonna do my thing. And therefore, I can't screw up. It's because all of his lines were only Wes Anderson and Kachow. <laughs> That's the only time he said anything. He the does movie. the Amigos thing, which I, he's from <laughs> Texas. I get it. Listen up, amigos. Because oh, okay. like that's how Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson is is that every movie you watch him just fucking be himself, and Amigos is the uh, symptom of that because he's a man from Texas. Mm. I thought you meant. I thought you meant <laughs> that amigos, 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 amigos. Little Nettie goes to war. You seen any of those movies? It's a male plane. Yeah, right. Okay, so uh, yeah, he shoots himself because he's scared of this. We know it's the anaconda coming for him. He's like in a research outpost, uh, doing whatever he's doing that we find out sort of later. Okay, Jackie's shaking your head. What? He was in that boat. He's in a boat, but he's doing stuff. He's doing researchy stuff, right? Who? Danny Trejo. No, he's hunting snakes and he's in a river shanty. Oh, I thought he was like doing science. No, okay, on the boat. He's trying to hunt the snake to sell to science for mil- for zillions, oh, so, right? As so we the will fucking find out snake later. comes to him and he's like, Jesus Christ, I got to blow my brains out. Yeah, I think this whole movie's backstory is that John Voight and... Uh, Danny Trejo and some other guy who was eaten by the snake also found, you know, where the big ones are 
And then they realized they were the ones being hunted. Mm. And now the snakes are coming af- after them I because think, they I, can. I think it sucks that he kills I... himself. Yeah, I think it's fucking stupid. Anyways, okay. So uh, also uh, elsewhere, we meet J-Lo. And she gets suicide sense for a brief minute. But we're going to skip through that. It's really stupid. Like, flat. Boy, what? I heard suicide off in the distance. Um, in walks Eric Stoltz. His name is Professor Kale. Uh, they're making a documentary about... Uh, the Sashu Shushima tribe or something, this lost tribe in South America. Uh, the people of the mist. Yeah, people of the mist. And so they've got their whole crew. They've got Owen Wilson. He's a sound guy. They got Katie Wurr. She's a production assistant. Um, Cube is the cinematographer. And West, West, Westbridge, Westing house, whatever. Westbridge. Yeah, he's uh, the, the um, what's that guy's name? Uh, the money Attenborough yeah Richard Attenborough the film yeah so you got a sound guy a wrangler which is I'm the production designer Mm -hmm. so you're the wrangler the director will hold the camera when the camera guy isn't available Mm -hmm. because when you got five people let's just call it like you can give each other a bunch of fucking fancy names but you got a camera guy a sound guy a wrangler and a producer director and then at in one talent. Right. And then I, I like when Werner Herzog comes in and he's like, it turns out I do not like snakes. And he walks off the, the documentary because this is this is his movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> Irrevocably, the snakes were the most least dangerous thing in the Amazon. <laughs> when I make a movie about a boat, I must carry the boat across th- this is, my Werner's getting real bad, but it's I, getting real bad. Yeah, We're not trying but to, yeah, like Ver, Werner has been here, here yeah. twice and he killed a guy. And then the other <laughs> movie was great, but no, yeah, that's Werner's the, been I'm, here I'm already time. going. Werner did uh, the, the documentary about the lady that fell out of the plane in Peru. So he's, he's been there three times, man. I, I feel like Werner's been everywhere 15 yeah, times. Yeah, probably. Um, like everywhere. I know he's been in the belly of snakes like six times, because that's just like, how do I keep ending up inside of a snake? <laughs> he's been to Tatooine at least three times, right? <laughs> the great dragon Where? could not stand my t- my, <laughs> my Werner-ness. Spit me back out. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm like, right when this movie starts, I just go... Boy, I would rather be watching either Fitzcarraldo or Aguirre, Wrath of God. Right, right. Of course. Well, you like say immediately. That, you say that every morning you wake up. But um, so they get on the boat, and uh, they travel deep into the Amazon. And uh, Owen Wilson. We should mention that Gary and Carrie Wurr's character. I'm not even sure what her name is. Denise. Denise. They're but having a. She gets- uh, she gets called niece okay. they're, most of the time. So they're having a little hanky panky, uh, but everybody's cool with it. Um, they see a boat as they're floating down and it needs help. So they float over to it and uh, say, we're not going to slow down. You, you got one shot to get into this boat, our boat. And it's John Voight. And he fucking jumps over and they're like, cool. Hey, what's up, bud? Uh, he's a snake hunter uh, that is uh dubious nationality but his name is Cerrone is that right Paul Cerrone Paul Cerrone okay um i also have to make mention at this point because we have a stinker staple which is mm-hmm. when i'm tuning out in a movie i will 
look at the counter and see how much I have left. And I'm generally going to decide it's going to weigh in on my do or don't later at how far. And it's like, did I make it halfway through before I really started tuning out? I uh, checked the counter at 14 minutes on this movie. Okay. What happened at 14 minutes? Nothing had happened yet. And I was like, God, how much has this been on? And I was like, only 14 (laughs) minutes. Oh God, no. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, uh, the jungle, while they're floating down the river, it goes quiet one time. And we see a panther. And then we get uh, uh, the evil dead coming through the wo- the jungle. Uh, the panther's is trying to run away from it. Jumps through a house. There's a plate glass window. And there's blood everywhere. And then the, the anaconda gets it and squeezes it. Squeezes so and hard that its eyeball pops out. Boink. Unrelated <laughs> panther death. Unrelated panther death. Because... Because why? <laughs> because I already checked the counter at 14 minutes and you lost me. So he's just having to throw in anything because the snakes can't show up till the last third of the movie. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So they get to like this uh, split point and uh, Sarone's like, hey, let's go this way. There's there's cool stuff up that way. And they're like, Eric Stoltz is like, no, I am shitty Werner Herzog and I know more about snakes and lost tribes and boat trips than you do, bro. We're going that away because he's the actually flood zone or some shit, whatever. He's not in. She's Werner Herzog. He's Stoltziana Jones <laughs> because he's actually just a anthropologist and a professor. Yeah, but he's all like fucking I'm in charge here, Buster, not you. Well, so would Indiana Jones. Yeah, that's that's why he's Stoltziana Jones. Yeah, and that's a good point. Later, he'll just fall in the water and get almost killed by a tree that's not doing anything. Uh, Car- so- Carrie and Denise or Gary and Denise, they go out in the woods to bang and uh, they're attacked by a wild boar and we get that whole uh, thing where the guy pops up out of the woods and aims at the camera, but uh, he killed a boar behind him and they're like, looks like meat's back on the table, boys. Yeah, and he throws it on the ground or on the deck and he's like, that's meat for a week and Ice Cube's like, you can eat those? Duh. Duh. Also, like, let's go into the Amazon and bang at mm-hmm, night. Mm-hmm. The plants can kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie. During this whole business that's happening, right? All I could think was uh-huh. that South Park where they all go to the rainforest and they get lost. And Eric Cartman gets a stick and he's like, no, that's a bad snake. I said no. And he's hitting the snakes with a stick. That's what Carrie Wurr did to Owen Wilson's penis. And then I'm like, okay, that's not this movie. And I am completely I mean, bored. Every, every time she hit it with the stick, he was like, ow, oh, ow. <laughs> hey. I think you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Maybe we should push pause on this for a second. Right? <laughs> okay, so they're traveling along. And this rope gets caught in the propeller because the Captain Mateo is like. He, I <laughs> I accuse Paul Cerrone of sabotage. Yeah, okay, that's fine. But Mateo's like, eh, not my problem. And Eric Stoltz is like, well, I guess I'll handle it because I'm Stoltziana Jones. Yeah. Well, he puts on a wetsuit, he gets overgeared, and then he just hops in. Mm hmm. And gets tangled in a tree and almost dies. No, he, that's not why he, he almost dies. 
There's freaking. Well, I know what they show why he almost dies later, but on screen, I'm watching this and I wrote down, jumps in, gets tangled up in yeah, the tree. Yeah, I, I did that too. Almost dies. Yeah. Uh, doing just fine and then freaks out. Like, ah! he's in the trees and uh, they pull him up and they open his mouth and inside is a note with the letter T in it. And Agent Cooper is like, hmm, I've seen this before. Because I got to do Twin Peaks almost every episode, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah, they pull a wasp out of him. Like a giant freaking wasp. Yeah. So it stung his insides. You got to think to yourself, you're putting on the thing, right, to put in your uh-huh. mouth. Right. That thing is not very big. You no. Didn't, you didn't look at it before you what does stuck it, matter? it in your mouth. How did they get it to stay in there? How'd the fucking wasp get in there? You always blow those out and rinse them out before you have to wet them up and the whole thing. How so did the you wasp- You can't just stick them on there. So- I don't- It's a valve. It's a one-way fucking valve. So, basically, Paul Cerrone, John Voight's character, is also a child's magician because he's- Got the rope tangled off screen, yeah, and right. he's like, press the digitation, there's a wasp in your scuba. I had a wasp in my pocket, and I put it in there. <laughs> what the fuck, man? This movie stinks. <laughs> At the wasp yes. point, I'm like, oh, okay. You but, can't redeem me here. This is too dumb. You know, in Paul's defense, he did save, you know, crappy Indiana Jones's life. Oh, yeah. Gave uh, him a emergency tracheotomy. Yeah. Which was nice. Yeah. I am certified to give those. It's, this is all on purpose. He's doing everything on purpose. Yeah. Okay. I like how you glossed right over the certification that I just made up. I was going to say it was given to me by the Dennis Rodman School of Saving Lives. So I'm not real sure how good my certification is. But if you ever, the- uh, I mean, like you can just ask for a tracheotomy and I'll, I'll, I'll give you one. The Dennis Rodman school of almost killing yourself yep. doing stunts. Yeah, right, right. Yep. Pretty good at it. Okay, so uh, they're like, oh, no, he's got an emergency tracheotomy and his throat's swelling up from his guts being stung on the insides. Uh, we got to go back. Fuck fuck the Fitzcarraldo. Um, and let's, uh, let's get out of here. And uh, for the most part, everybody's pretty cool with it. And uh, John Voight's like, okay, well, I've got a shortcut. It's that road I wanted, or that road, because that's how rivers work. Uh, It's that uh, tributary that I wanted to go up before. It'll save us two days. And they're like, okay. They're looking at the map, and there's no hospitals. It's in the opposite direction of where they need to go. And they're like, okay, well, if you say so. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Seems like Idiot plot. Yeah, it is the idiot plot. just don't know how to read maps. Right, which makes them kind of idiots, Sam, because towns are on maps. That tributary leads to nowhere. Like nowhere. Oh, okay. Well, fucking. Uh, I don't. I don't even know what country they're in. I, uh, he says he's from Paraguay. They just say they're someplace on the Amazon. Uh, well, Rio's that way. I guess is a town that I know that's in Brazil. But uh, I'll shut up about. It's my, on the coast, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they're nowhere near that. But they're uh, nowhere near the Amazon. Na- name name a fucking town on the Amazon River, Sam. Amazonia. Amazonia, where the Amazonians live. Yep. They got big titties. Yep. Bunch of lesbos <laughs> mm. with superpowers. It's the worst <laughs> depressing thing ever. You like find it and you're like, oh, I found the Amazonian lost city of titties. And they're like, 
We don't like dudes. And you're like, no! And then they kill you. No! <laughs> okay, so uh, 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 they get to this gate. Like, there's just this thatch gate in the river. And he's like, oh, no big deal. I've got dynamite. Come along, Gary. Come help me blow this thing up. Gary's like, okay, well, there's something in the water. Yeah, there is. Uh, it's called my pee-pee. And also, I shit in here. Uh, so they get back on the boat, and they hit the freaking fuse, and it's way too much goddamn dynamite. Blows it all up. He is up. not a demolitions no. expert. <laughs> way he too much. blows up everything. Snakes. It starts raining it's snakes. It's raining snakes. Why Where'd are those there... snakes come from? Yeah, that was my question. Why are there so many fucking snakes? Is the gate made because, of snakes? Yes, it's made of wooden snakes. They tied the wood together with snakes. <laughs> Freedom! <laughs> They're blown to safety! Mm-hmm. I mean, technically, if he is a snake hunter, this is like a snake hunter's dream, right? Because the snakes mm-hmm. are just, just running around with a sack open. It's rain and snakes. Hallelujah. It's rain and snakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, fill it up like Santa's bag and take it to town where they're like, I'll buy those snakes. What do people do with snakes? What are you going to do with selling snakes? (laughs) I mean, sure, if it's this big anaconda, that's one thing. But like, if you're just, my job is a snake hunter. What are you going to do with an anaconda that big? Unless you have a big pool. In your backyard for this snake to hang out in. It's just going to shit ash all over your yard. Well, I'm assuming you sell it to a zoo, Jackie. No, you sell it to the drug dealers, the cartels. Yep. Oh. They had hippos and shit like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, right. You could go there, too. That's where you're going to get the most cash. Yep. You could also stuff it full of heroin and then have it go across the American border. Yeah. Because what's Border Patrol going to do to a 40-foot anaconda? But in reality, this is a thing that they do. They they hunt and they they capture, and it's poaching, even though you're not killing them, the small ones, and they sell them as pets in, all over the world. Hmm. Doesn't seem like a lot of cash in that industry. Uh, you know, 10 bucks a whack, you get about <laughs> 600 of them, you're doing okay. I'm just going to say... Start breeding them, the whole thing. It's just... It happens with the birds, too. The exotic bird thing, I watched a documentary on it, it's terrible. Yeah, exotic birds I get. Macaws are fucking awesome. Shitty snakes or not, they smell terrible. Don't you remember the beginning of Tiger King? He's like, the bird people are weirdos. Snake people are really bad, but the tiger people. Yeah. So there's a thing. There's the snake people. I guess it's just not my thing. Okay, fine. I'm going to say I watched this true crime thing about this snake guy who was had a, like a snake ranch mm-hmm. and he was breeding all these snakes. He got whacked, right? Because he, the money, was... but huh? I'm lost. <laughs> okay. So I watched this true crime thing where this guy had a he snake got... ranch. Yeah. He, and he got a whacked. snake ranch. He got whacked because like of the, cause of the yeah. money. Yeah. Snakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get it on, little snake is. So he had a snake. <laughs> little snake ranching. <laughs> so he had a snake ranch. God damn it, Sam. <laughs> Was Tommy Lee Jones and Robert Duvall involved in any way? But- you gotta get these snakes up to Wyoming. 
<laughs> Ironically, some of us are going to die in a river because of snakes. While we're trans, I mean, we could just stay in Lonesome Dove and get ourselves killed by snakes, but let's get them up to Wyoming. <laughs> what the fuck, Jackie? And then he got killed because of the money, of course. What? <laughs> so he would sell these snakes that he bred for like $50,000. That seems like a lot. Like, it was insane the amount of pricing that people were willing to spend for these uh, bred snakes that he was breeding, right? He was breeding okay. a new kind of snake. Yeah. And so... <laughs> breeding a new kind of snake. Yeah, they had lasers. Yeah. They, you know, where these you are... smash the snakes together that don't belong together, and you smash their private parts together until they make uh -huh. a new kind of snake. Okay. All right. So, uh, Indominus Rex style, you know. Yeah. And they're drivable snakes on a snake drive. <laughs> it was a snake bang. <laughs> tornado! We gotta take care of the snakes! And the snakes just fly up in the air of the tornado. Oh, no! We got a snake tornado! <laughs> Shit! Goddamn Kansas! Every time I come to Kansas, I lose all my livestock in a tornado that I insert whatever their name is in front of the NATO. Sheep NATO last week, and that one was actually kind of nice, but snake NATO not. Anyway, he got whacked. Okay, because of the money. Okay, all right. Um, all right, so the uh, these fake snakes are flying all over the place. They lose all their fucking fuel, too. Like, nice job. Like, this dynamiting oh, was this a great is fucking my, work. Oh, man, they're like, we lost all the fuel. It's in sealed barrels. Just go get it, yeah, you fucking dickheads. bobbing up and down in the it, fucking They're bobbing river. up and down. Fuel is lighter than water considerably. Yeah. Just go get it. So Saran says we got to stop at this other boat and uh, Saran, sorry, and uh, get some more gas because I kind of blew all of ours away. Uh, sorry about that. Um, and it happens to be Danny Trejo's boat from the beginning of the movie. And so they walk in and there's a picture. Now, Jackie, you bring up this picture that it's a picture of Saran uh, and... Um, uh, Danny Trejo, but the third guy is Mateo, the ship captain. He yes. knew that that's how this all got going. Okay, so I didn't notice that. So they're all in it. This is a yeah. whole setup. Yeah, it's a whole yep. setup. Then why does he let Mateo get killed by the fucking snake? Because he's a dick. He is a dick. He's a mondo dick. One thing I will give, like, I'm not going to praise John Voight here for much, and I'm not going to praise the script here for much. Uh, but he is a mondo dick and he is consistent in his dickery. Like the whole time we, we should mention that the whole, like most up to now, he's just leering at JLo this whole time with this weird fucking leering face. Like not like he's not smoldering by any means. Right. No, he's <laughs> at her. And she's he's like, the roofy guy. Okay. He's worse than the roofie guy, Jackie. Like, he's the guy that if you're on land, you end up underground in his bunker tied up to a pole. The pillory, you know? Like, or one of those, like, just bad, bad. All the way bad. Like, I'd rather be roofied than end up wherever this guy's going to take me. Probably to butthole town. If I was, was going to guess, it's, it's to butthole town. It's next to Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. Good. Actually, East Pittsburgh used to just be Butthole Town, yeah. but they finally cleaned it up. Yeah, good sushi. Beautiful city now. Good sushi in, in uh, Butthole Town. Okay, so um, 
they they walk over there, Cube, uh, Mateo, uh, the captain, and Sarone. And inside, uh, they don't find Danny Trejo, but they find a crate of something. He opens this crate up, and he's like, yeah, baby, let's get this back to the ship. And does it ever come into play? Yeah, yeah that's the kit with all the tranquilizers and shit. And he didn't the bring giant his own snakeskin. And the giant snakeskin that he rolls out for everybody. Because he's showing off. Okay, all right. So here's here's his plot is I know that there's a big ass fucking snake out in the in the in the Amazon. I'm gonna pretend to break down and then a boat's gonna float by with some documentarians in it. I'm gonna hijack that. And then snakes. Oh, oh, wait, no, I gotta get to another boat. That has tranquil. Why didn't he have the fucking tranquil? You're like, this is your fucking plan. Also, why do you even need these people? You got a, your own boat. Just go get the goddamn snake on your own. Were they just out of cash? Who? The three of them. So that uh, Mateo has to take a, a charter just so they can have some more cash. I think that they're out of victims because as we learn they later. They don't need victims. They're hunting snakes. They're hunting snakes. They're not murderers. Okay, but. They have to be out of cash. They explain this. That in order to attract these snakes, uh-huh. the snakes have heat vision. So okay. they need live bait in order Which to get the snakes to come to them. To play later, and it's not people. It doesn't, because he shoots a monkey later and uses its blood yeah, like it's I'm a saying. fucking shark. It's not, it's not people, the Jackie. Plan here, they don't, he doesn't need the documentary. Unless he's just a murderous lech. But uh, maybe it's uh, the ma- women. He's not really, because it doesn't. No, that doesn't check out for later. Lonely. It doesn't track. It's just a lonely old man on a boat. I like no, two things: just... snakes and beaver. No, he only likes one thing: cash. And a million splits better one way than it does. However, well, I, I disagree with that, dude. He's again the J Lo thing, <clears throat> which comes into play later. Uh, Mateo, he's like, "Oh God, I fell in the water," and Anaconda's there, and it gets him, and it's pretty vague how he dies. I think it's a neck breaker. He gets crushed and he gets a neck broken and then he gets eaten. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but he's gone. But, you know, so you're kind of glad, though, because he was always walking around with his shirt undone and he had dad bod and it was like, you're killing the vibe for this movie. Button up your fucking shirt. I don't go to the movies me... to see average dudes. I go to the movies to see fucking hot. That doesn't make me feel good because... I walk around with my shirt unbuttoned all the time, and I got serious dad bod. <laughs> You're fine. I, I love your dad bod. It's it's hot here. I go, to, I go to the horse track, and I'm like, ooh, I'm going to unloosen some more buttons. <laughs> yeah, but if I'm if I'm going to pay or watch a movie, right, spend my time watching some bullshit on TV, I mm. want my actors and actresses to be hot. Okay. That's mm. fantasy world, right? It It's not supposed to be reality where everybody looks like a shit box. I mean... wait. You're saying this movie's not realistic, Jackie? Like, it's, I mean, I don't know. I think this thing's pretty accurate, what with its snake-ology and mm, bridges made of snakes. I, I don't we know. We got a I hot think. ginger and a hot uh, Owen Wilson? <laughs> Owen Wilson's not a ginger. He's a blonde. Yeah, you said you, said you got a hot ginger and a... Uh, Owen Wilson. <laughs> Owen Wilson's the only attractive member of the cast left. Wow, that's really nice. So of you say, to say some. Oh no, he's gross. Okay, moving on. Okay. Owen Wilson's great. How dare you? Okay, um, so Cuba or Cuba, 
Cuba Gooding Jr. appears in this movie, and Justin's a racist. Uh, Cube goes back to look for Mateo and only finds his flashlight. And um, uh, Sarone's Cer- like, oh, okay, well, uh, he's gone. He's dead. And it's because of this thing. And unfolds this roll of dead snake skin that he's like, boo, yeah, this is what I came for. Not really. I came for darts that I should have brought with. I don't know. Just, just they're like, doesn't snake skin just like fall apart if you, if it's been- it's pretty brittle. Yeah. It's not like you need to mount it. Yeah. It doesn't roll up nice. Yeah. I mean, he's treating this thing like it's a roll of garbage bags. Yeah. Yeah. You guys got anything you want to store in here? Like people put some people in here monkeys at worst but mostly people let's put people in here uh so he's like yeah mateo he got eight he was my friend uh my fellow snake hunter we got this cool remember that time mateo when we caught that 22 footer out uh off of uh kilimanjaro and uh they took our picture and put it in the newspaper sad times i miss you friend no he's like yeah <laughs> mateo got eight yeah mm-hmm. he doesn't care at all it goes to the nighttime where my favorite line in the movie happens when uh, Denise is like, come to bed, Gary. And then he's about to do that. And John Voigt just goes, danger is exciting, huh, Gary? <laughs> and then he stops and goes, oh. hold on. I'm going to wait a second. I'm going to talk to this guy about danger. <laughs> then he gets hook, line, and sinkered uh-huh. by Sarone. Mm-hmm. Yep, so morning comes, there's no Mateo because he's been it, uh, and Strong's like, okay, well, we're gonna, we're gonna get the snake, and I'm shooting a monkey to, for bait to get it, and they're like, no. Because snakes love eating dead, bleeding things. Yeah, no, we're not gonna do that, says Ice Cube, uh, we gotta get, uh, this dying guy because of bees in his tummy to the hospital, uh, and so I'm going to throw your ass off the boat. And then Sarone pulls a gun on him and says, mutiny? Is it? I guess it's mutiny. Not really. The captain's dead. The captain's dead. Yeah, that's a good point. He's like, I've got a gun. The only and person that really off. knows the captain is this guy. So he's kind of by de facto in charge anyway. Yeah, I guess so. They're the ones that are mutinying. Yeah. Yeah. Passengers. <laughs> Well, and so Ice Cube's go, got this little tiny knife that, you know, he's flipping up and cutter. down. Yeah, and he's like, I'm a badass. No. We'll see his knife skills later. No, yeah. like, I, the knife I carry around in my purse is about that size. Go fuck yourself. It's a, That's a really good knife if you have to cut gaffing tape. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Guts? Not so much. <laughs> okay, so they go nighttime trolling, and they get a bite. And sure shit, I this is this part dupes me because I always think it's not the snake and the snake is going to come from like the side like clever girl. Uh, but no, it's the fucking snake and they're going to need a bigger boat. Uh, that's two Steven Spielberg references in less than a minute. Wow, that was pretty yeah. good on me. Um, they aim some lights on it like, ah, blind it in the face. It'll get all pissy. And so it does. It gets all pissy and it snaps the fucking line and they're like, shit, I'm not good at snake hunting. Well, before that, Ice Cube is like, I've had enough of this shit, and he's going to go shiv him with a three-inch blade. But he slips and just throws his knife into the river. Oh, I don't, I didn't, I must have been writing notes. I didn't 
see that at all. He just like goes, what? Wow. And just shoots right into the river. And you're like, knife skills, cube. Good. Nice. Good. Yeah. Also, you were going to shiv him. That would just piss him off. Very accurate for a cinematographer, though, Sam. They're notoriously bad with knives. Maybe they have to cut a man. If you started it in the electrical department, you'd have to cut a lot of tape. So tape is not so realize that the slashing is or cutting is go for the arteries, don't go for the stab. Things Ta- like that. Tape is not uh, cutting people open on a slippery boat deck, Sam. You're qualified to cut tape, not people. <laughs> But either way, say. his only weapon is gone. He looks like yeah. a jackass. Yeah, and, he does. you know, I, John Boyd is standing there like, damn it. Because the snake's gone. And right. it's, the snake's gone. It's knocking people all over the place. The boat, the deck is getting slipperier. Westinghouse goes down. And. No, wait. Westinghouse looks over the edge in peril and the snake shows up and spits the monkey in his face. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is one of my favorite scenes. And like, oh, that regurgitation <laughs> thing, like from the beginning of the movie kind of paid off. See, and I don't know if this is regurgitation. I think the snake is like, fuck your bait. He, <laughs> yeah. He says, eat monkey Westridge. <laughs> and he's like, ow, oh, that hurt my face. And it's slimy. It wasn't it wasn't a natural process. It was rejection like <laughs> you suckers, I only eat man flesh. Human meat. So the snake goes for JLo, uh, and she runs up into the uh, the bridge of the, the galley. ship and whatever. Yeah, the galley, I'll take it. And uh Cerrone shows up and darts it in the mouth while it's about to bite her. And it's like, bitch. Zero effect. What's this? Is this a glass of milk? Because it's not you doing shit. To trank something in soft tissue on the thing's head, mm-hmm. that would affect it pretty rapidly. Yep. And then Denise goes overboard, and Gary's like, Denise! And he, or I'm sorry, he's like, oh no, Denise. And he jumps in. And uh, he dives in to save her, and they're climbing back in. And right as he's climbing back in, the snake gets him and smushes him and pulls him into a watery grave. And then we get one of the best shots ever of this snake. He's in the water, and Owen Wilson is inside the snake with his face. (laughs) (laughs) I just love that part. I laughed so hard. I was like, that's amazing. Because he does have the oh no look on his face like he's got like big eyes and like an open mouth like yeah because <laughs> that's how snake's anatomy works is you swallow it and your face gets smushed up against its leathery scales not its guts <laughs> it's just it's just a big bag yeah but you know and then the snake goes to sleep for four weeks and the movie's over exactly exactly 80, well it's actually eight two guys well three guys if we count Danny Trejo well, and apparently but not because I have something for later. Okay, right. but apparently, you know, Owen Wilson tastes pretty good because he does not get spit back out. No, no. You smell terrific, Owen Wilson, and I'm keeping you in my tummy. So J Lo and Cube they hatch a plan, and uh, the plan is the honey plot, which I'm saying he is more interested. 
not just in money, but also he's coming on to her pretty hard. He's like, yeah, good. And the only reason he stops coming on to her is he sees Cube coming at him yeah. in the mirror. Which is the real distraction. I, because oh. she's like, the honeypot thing's not going to work. And he's like, an incompetent, an incompetent attacker will work. He's seen me fail at this before. <laughs> He'll believe that I'm going to try it. Because she honeypots him, and then Cube pulls the in- the incompetent attacker, at which point the real man, Westingridge, whacks him with a fucking golf club, and he's out cold. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you still think- And I like that the the diva that uh, shows up with all the suitcases full of wine throughout the picture is like, well, of course I can do all this. I'm British. <laughs> knows how to drive the boat. He fucking scales he knows how to drive a fucking waterfall later. Right, like, right. Westridge is Indiana Jones. <laughs> Meanwhile, fucking Stoltziana Jones is still just napping, dreaming about titties. Yep. Yeah, I like how the movie, like, kind of checks on him every once in a while. Uh-huh. You know, like, he's in the bed, and then with, with the pencil out of his neck, right, or the pen, and then... There's no pin there, but he's been taped up, so we know that he's progressing nicely. He's breathing on his own. <clears throat> and then, you know, we don't see him for a while until the next time we see him, and I won't jump ahead. We're we're get, we're getting there. Um, so they tie they tie Serone to a pole on the boat, and um, they get up river to the waterfall of legend where the tribe of the mist or whatever hangs out like that's the freaking pathway to him to el dorado whatever we should and, probably um, mention that at the beginning when they uh-huh. first pick up paul that there was a whole story that was spilled out about a yeah but who go over the waterfall and the lost tribe doesn't have anything to do with this fucking movie really at all um so they they uh, run the boat aground nice driving ice cube um, hey, can I ch- have a hand at trying to steer it, Westy Bridge? Sure, little boy. <laughs> Drives it immediately aground. Good job. So they got to winch it loose. And uh, the last three go into the water to tie this thing up, except for uh, Carrie Warrior's character. They leave her alone with uh, Sarong. And she pulls a knife. And he's like, oh, yeah, I loved killing your boyfriend, even though I didn't. And then he leaps up in the air by his the power of his ass muscles and chokes her with his legs. He luchadors her. Yeah. <laughs> this is great, though, because you could totally, like, I don't know. It kind of was, seemed to me like two guys were on either side of him, right, and pushed him up. Uh-huh. And then when he comes down, he's like, gotcha, bitch, <laughs> and starts strangling her. And he's like, I told you not to look into my eyes before you kill me. That's right. He yeah. does say that. <laughs> he, uh, he, that's part of the ruse was he shot the boar on purpose because it would give him gas. Oh, right up that yep. pole. <laughs> yep. Oh, snake inbound. Oh, no. Uh, they all retreat. And uh, Westinghouse, uh, he climbs up the waterfall, like Sam says. He's agile. And well, he was a hero in this scene because, you know, it was going to get J-Lo. And he yeah, was like, yeah. no, Snake, over here. Kill me, I'm right here. Bennett. <laughs> so, Bennett. <laughs> Wrong movie, but okay. <laughs> Who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> uh, so the snake can fly, I'm guessing. Because it he scales the way. waterfall 
in the hardest way possible, only using the whetstones to get in there when there's dry ones available. And gets inside the waterfall Mm -hmm. in a cave underneath it. And then the snake's just on this tree that isn't attached to the ground or the water. So the snake flew up there. Yeah, it flew up there. It's, it also it, has gas power after eating Owen Wilson. <sighs> or drink some Red Bull. I don't know. Um, on, back on the ship, uh, Sarone has freed himself, thanks to Carrie Wurr and that stupid knife. And uh, he's fighting J-Lo and Ice Cube poorly. Uh, well, I meant the Cube and J-Lo were fighting him poorly. And uh, Sarone, uh, not Sarone, uh, Westinghouse jumps from the tr- from the ledge to dodge the snake, but the snake is like, oh, hell no, bitch, and swings back around under and grabs him out of midair and crushes him. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Another, this actually might be, well, other than the one, it, this one might be my favorite dead snake guy, snake dead guy. Yeah. And it eats him and is ready for more, I guess. Yeah. They eat them amazingly quickly for snakes, too, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it takes quite a while, like probably about an hour and a half to down something that big. Yeah. But the tree falls on the boat, and uh, they all dive off, and the snake grabs Ice Cube, and J-Lo is like, no, that's my buddy, and shoots it in the face three times with the fucking rifle. With a bolt-action rifle, without cocking it or holding it right. Like, bits of snake brain are flying out into the air, and chunks are coming off of it, and later, when we see the snake again, it is completely healed. This is, no, the snake that we see later is a completely different snake. It's different colored. There's two snakes? Yeah, it's different colored. This one is a green snake. I guess I'll burn this question now. How many snakes are there? Because we know that the snake is going to eat a person and take a nap for two months. So there's at least, so they got one, two for Owen Wilson, three for Westbridge. There's at least four anacondas in this movie. Huh. I thought it was always just one snake. And it was just It can't be. They got his face blown off. Well, yeah, but I just thought it was a shitty movie. And (laughs) the snakes are different colors. I didn't notice that. Okay. I was too busy writing notes, Jackie. All right. Okay. Well, she kills this fucking snake then. Good for her. How about that? I didn't know that. Um, But then Sarong knocks her over and takes the gun. And uh, Kale stabs him. Kale's awake. He's back. Stolte. He comes back and stabs him with a dart. Sarong goes That's how he got him tied up the first time. No, they hit him with a golf club golf in the club. head the first time. Oh, that's right. He yeah. stabs him with the dart. Yeah. Right. yeah. And then the dart, dart falls out of his butt. Yeah. And he goes into the water and disappears. Right. And then they, they take uh, Eric Stoltz and lay him gently back down. Oh, you've had a busy day, little boy. Well, he's go back bleeding to bed. profusely from yep. his neck. Yeah, they're like, lay him down on his back so the blood drains from mm-hmm. his throat into his lungs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a great plan, really. Well, the boat's free now, and uh, they trolley along down uh, just as they run out of gas to an old mill, uh, like river mill. I don't know. And uh, they're like, maybe there's some gas in there. That place looks pretty abandoned and deserted. I bet you they got gas. There's always gas at deserted places. Um, what is this? Fucking Death Race 2000. And so they find some. And But Saran's there, and he finds them. And 
he's like, ha ha, I got you. I got the drop on you. And he bonks one of them with the butt of his rifle. And it bonks both of them, I guess, because they're both unconscious when they next wake up. Ice Cube just falls down and yeah. hits his head. Oh. <laughs> I am the worst attacker. <laughs> so he ties them up as bait and he covers them in monkey blood. And uh, here comes... This was- Nobody gives J-Lo the raspberry, because that is definitely raspberry syrup. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's delicious. Mm. Uh, so here comes Snakey, and coils them up. He's got them both. And then Sarong pulls the net. There's a net involved. I got all three of you locked up in this net, but it sucks. It doesn't work, because it's a goddamn net. Stop trying it. Mm-hmm. Everybody with the nets, give it up. <laughs> it breaks free. Only Ewoks can use nets. Yeah. Effectively. Well, you can kill a stormtrooper just by kind of like being like. Well, they caught Han Solo and Chewbacca with a net. That's true. Maybe they wanted to be caught. I don't know. Anyways, uh, so uh, where am I? Oh, it, it breaks free. It goes after Sarone and uh, he's running around. He does, falls off a ladder and it gets him. Sarone has been eaten, swallowed whole. Okay. All right. Now we get followed. Now what follows is a yelling sequence of mansplaining by Ice Cube mm-hmm. that was grating at the very least. Grab that thing. Now do the. And she's just like <laughs> trying to run away from a snake. The snake fucking pukes up John Voight because oh, apparently that's like, how you're gonna do that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're just gonna do it. <laughs> No, no allegory to to build into it, Sam. You're just gonna be yeah. So the snake pukes up John Voight. <laughs> yeah, the snake just fucking pukes up John Voight, and John Voight like falls out and looks at J Lo and winks, like I'm fine. No, I think he's still like, hey, baby. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Either way, there's gonna be questions for later. Um, so the snake likes hot chicks better. Well, Maybe he just tasted gross. Oh, he's- no! The snake spit up John Voight yeah. to eat her. <laughs> I don't want this one. <laughs> this is a bad chicken nugget. Yeah, it's like a buffet for this snake. Okay, he's like, <laughs> I don't really like this, so I'm just gonna get rid of it. <laughs> uh, but he's dead, right? <laughs> he can't be dead. He just winked and he smiled. <laughs> He's just—he's playing possum hey, at this baby, point. You like me now? I'm covered in puke. And if he's still conscious and alive, he's not even remotely digested. So yeah, what's his deal? Why doesn't he just stand up? The snake has no fangs. We never see fangs at all. And I don't—I'm not an anacondologist. I don't know if they have fangs. No, they have poisonous fangs. They have teeth all the way back through their mouth, but the mm-hmm. teeth are mostly meant to hold while it starts to swallow and then it opens up releasing the teeth and then the teeth grab again so that it can keep swallowing. So it has hooked teeth along all the sides of its mouth, basically just to allow uh, more efficient swallowing of the prey. They don't have fangs like a venomous snake. Right. But all. this, these snakes don't have fangs at all. Whenever they open their mouth and go, eh, there's no fangs. So he should be just fine. He was just inside its tummy for a little bit. Even if he got fanged, because they're just basically helping get him in there, he'd just be poked a bunch. They're yeah. not big teeth. I mean, I don't want to be inside anybody's guts. I mean, it's, you know, assy and stuff. And But he seems like he's fine. He's fine. 
But he doesn't do anything for the rest of the movie. Well, you're going to get, like, eaten by a snake, so he's probably tired. He's tired. He needs a nap. Yeah. I'll just lay down over here for a little bit. Or he's wise, and he's just like, that went poorly. I'm going to see how this plays out before I make my next move. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, it all it all involves the snake chasing after J-Lo, and there's a baby snake room where the I guess this is where Mama lives or some shit. This is supposed to be the alien queen's nest or I don't know, whatever. And uh, uh, it, he says that the shell this dust, that's the bones. Snakes have an organ that sprays out bone dust. Bone dust, yeah. The, no one knew the first goddamn thing about snakes. <laughs> So they dump barrels of gas all over the place, and the uh, cube lights it as J-Lo's climbing into this tower, and she gets to the top of the tower, and she dives off, sort of. She um, doesn't. She doesn't. She's like, I can't jump. I'm too scared. Yeah. And then she's blown to safety. She's blown to safety. The whole thing goes up. The snake's in the middle of it. It also gets sort of blown up, but not really. It- I think one of my favorite things about this whole scene is that she is too stupid to get mm-hmm. the, the hatch open above Oh, her. yeah, that's right. He has to tell her how doors work. Yeah. You push on to the left. Whatever <laughs> he said, right? Like, quit pushing up the middle. Push on to the left. Because yeah, he's got a was, hinge. She was pushing on the hinges. I don't know how to get it. <laughs> Use the... Okay. Oh, my God. How, how am I going to tell her how doors work? Um, yeah, so the whole thing blows up. The snake is on fire, but it's still going after J-Lo above the water that it's in. Like, just Yeah, it d- decides to, the snake decides actively to stay on fire uh-huh. by keeping above the water as much as it can, even though the other parts of its body that were on fire and are now in water feel pretty nice. Yeah, okay, that's cool, cool water. So it burns away and sinks under the water and everybody breathes a sigh of relief until it busts through the docks. And then Cube hits it in the head with an axe. And it's dead. And West Studio's like, son of a bitch! Yeah. <laughs> so they get back to the river. They're floating along. And they see the tribes people. are like, hey, there's those tribes people. And Cube's like, I'll get my camera. And they got a shot of the tribe people as they're floating by. And I guess that's... They're, they're able to make their documentary They've now. they got a documentary now. We didn't film shit else. Yeah. But uh, that 20-second reel of us floating by those tribal men, that's Oscar-worthy. The end. Questions. Sam has a My first question is, so this is just how filming a documentary on the Amazon goes. I think that Eric Stoltz is like, oh, there they are. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, my God, we're going to make the documentary. And he looks at him and he goes... Yeah, this is how Amazon trips go. Did you not watch any of Herzog's movies? Right. Like, they actually, this is when their story starts. They shoot all their film. They have their documentary. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. But this is what it takes to get somewhere on the Amazon. And then those tribal men dart them. They blow dart them and then eat them alive. Then the documentary doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, that's how the documentary, I mean, found footage, right? You know? Who's going to find it? Uh, uh, They're going to put it in a basket like Noah and send it down the river. The tribes people. Yeah. Okay. They got got Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Look, those documentarians taste good, but I still want to see how this film turns out. <laughs> no, they're, the, they're the benevolent and peaceful people of the mist, so everything is good at this point. I... Leading to my second question, what does John Voight do next? I, he's alive, right? He's alive. There's no way. Like, we... I think the movie tries to tell us he's dead, but I don't see it. So I think he, he we got two possibilities. He got blown up from the explosion, which didn't really blow up the mill. It just blew up the tower. So he wasn't in that, he part, wasn't of in that part of the building. So he's fine. He just kind of rolls over into the water, gets all the goop off of him. And I guess I'll do this again. And, uh but he's only got one option of getting back because he's been saved by the people of the mist before. So he has to go back to their village. And now there's just an uneasy truce where he's like, sorry guys. And then they have to hang out again. Hey everybody. It's me. And now that Stoltz is healed up enough, they're like, but this guy tried to kill us. And he's like, but this is like, this is how it goes on the Amazon. I'm telling you. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's in the documentary is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. I rubber stamp it. I like it. <laughs> well, that was awkward, but uh, you want to make a picture? <laughs> what was your Sorry guys's- about all that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like it. So yeah. I'm going to burn my Sorry question. about trying to kill you guys. I'll find some more snakes, I guess, maybe. Well, it seems like there's plenty of them. So that's just the one. In the documentary about the people, there's like a small excerpt with him being crazy and like, and this is the guy that wanted to sell giant snakes to drug dealers. Mm-hmm. He tried to kill us. <laughs> now, that's a good documentary. Maybe he does win a best picture or best documentary award. Jackie, you got anything? Yeah. What was your guys' favorite uh, Anaconda kill? Well, kill, I mean, it's the John Voight thing, but he's not dead. So probably Westingbridge in the tree. I thought that one was the coolest because it's like Westingbridge is being like, fuck you, snake. You're not going to get me. Ah, I'm going to dive back into the water and do something badass. But the snake is like, bitch. (laughs) I think I like Mateo the best because of how Dickly the snake kills him by crushing him and breaking him in half and twisting him around where his head's on backwards before eating him. That was just really mean. So that's (laughs) fun. My favorite was the panther kill. Okay. Because his eye pops out. You just really like that eyeball. And it is unrelated to the movie almost (laughs) entirely. Exactly. We're not even sure if that snake was in the film for the rest of the movie, Sam. It couldn't have been too far down the... There's two more. He's too far down the river. That was just a normal, unrelated to this film <laughs> snake. Okay. Uh, <coughs> I don't have anything. I mean, I, I've already asked all my questions. Like, what the fuck is uh, Sarone's plan? It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Um, I do want to. If you guys are done with your questions, uh, before final recommendations. I want to make one point about uh, Sarone's performance, John Voight's performance. Uh, Roger Ebert said that it was masterfully acted. That 
Sarone was, or that John Voight gave one of his best performances of his lifetime. And I, where are we at on Roger Ebert? Because it seems like we're, I love the guy, but man, are you kidding me? A slick, scary, funny creature feature, beautifully photographed, and splendidly acted in high adventure style. Roger Ebert comes back and revisits shit and decides that he was wrong all the time, which is why I'm, I like him. He can go, yeah, I was totally wrong about that. Um, I don't think John Voight's doing a bad job. I think he's doing what he's told to do perfectly, and it's just don't tell him to do that. It's- I disagree, man. I mean, the, the script is bad. The script is bad, but I'm going to uh, I'm gonna do a thought experiment for you guys. I'm going to read some lines in the voice of Tommy Wiseau and tell me if it's any different than what John Foyt did. Uh, as soon as I can pull those quotes up that I had pulled up earlier on IMDb and now I'm in the goof sections. Good, good work. Uh, here we go. Here we go. They strike, wrap around you, hold you tighter than your true love and you get the privilege of hearing your bones break before the power of embrace causes your veins to explode. That's about the same, but Am I, I mean, John things that he's been told to do that. They should have just hired a Hispanic actor. Right. Never look in the eyes of those you kill. They will hunt you forever. I know. Right on. Yep. Love is blind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's my here's my favorite fucking line of the whole movie. That's the most wasau of of it all. Denise is yelling at him. How dare you? It was you who brought that snake. You brought the devil. There's a devil inside everyone. <laughs> oh, fuck off. Seriously. <laughs> Lisa! <laughs> yeah. He's doing this shitty thing to the best of his ability. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I mean, it's, yeah, I, the whole time I was laughing and I didn't want to say anything because all I could hear was fucking Wiz Out. All I could hear was yeah. Johnny, this entire fucking movie. And it's John fucking Voight, who I don't like really as an actor. Midnight Cowboy's fine. Deliverance is a great fucking movie, but it's not because of John Voight. It's because of fucking Burt. And yeah. uh, Ned Beatty, but um, uh, yeah, I, 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 this he stinks in this movie. I, I, I rubber stamp it. I think he deserved yeah. the stinker. I think he deserved a smabfa. All of it. John Voight stinks in this movie, and it is one of the main reasons to come into this movie. And I will lead and say because of John Voight, the terrible effects, the cheesiness of this movie, and its super dumb plot. I cannot not give this a do. I think that this is a great fucking time. And if you have never seen Anaconda, which I would be surprised if anybody hadn't, totally. It's a. It's not a creature feature. Jackie and I were talking about this earlier. Same with uh, the, the its contemporaries of this time, Congo and uh, uh, Lake Placid. They're not monsters. They're just critters. So it's more of like a critter, fritter, I guess. But uh, it's a it's a total do for me. I love it, Sam. I had never seen this movie. You hadn't? I thought you hated no, have, this movie. I have avoided this movie like the plague. 
Why? And because I just didn't. It just. It was all stuff I don't like. I don't like John Voight. I only sort of kind of like J-Lo now. Cube has grown on me. Like, Carrie Wurr is the only thing in this movie that I, maybe Owen Wilson, right? right? But, like, when this came out, I was like, ooh, not for me. And I just stayed away from it. And uh, huh. I suffered mightily. And I, this thing lost me at 14. At 14 minutes, I was bored as fucking tears with this thing. Uh, but it was so fun to talk about. It's. I think it's more fun to talk about than it is to watch. Yeah. I would say having avoided it like the plague for 20 some odd years, that if you haven't seen it, yeah, you should probably watch Anaconda. I don't know. Like, it gets fun enough. It's like a 51% do. It's like, mm. if you haven't seen it, do it. But like... It's not super fun because it's draggy in spots, but when the stupid shit happens, it happens, and John Voight is just fucking such a bad cast for this <laughs> oh, character. Oh, it's awful. It's awful. It's awful. <laughs> okay. Jax, it's up to you. Well, this is also the uh, first time I've ever seen this, and I fucking loved it. I laughed so hard at different things. I mean, yeah, the beginning of it sucked ass. Like Sam said, right? It was slow and stupid, and you're like, when just get to the snake. When they're trotting the lawn, yeah. Yeah, get to this fucking snakes. It's called Anaconda. I want to see some snakes killing some people. But then once that happens, I'm like, booyah! Monkey to the face! <laughs> it's just, the deaths just get stupider and stupider is the other thing. is It's like hard, it's really hard to do that without planning to do that. Like, okay, a lot of movies mask the first death you know it's not on camera but you know that that guy didn't get it the next one you get a hint of you know the jaws formula right and then it just gets more and more overt eventually quint swallowed up by the fucking shark but this movie doesn't make it scarier and scarier it just gets stupider and stupider which makes me wonder is it self-aware did they know it has to be he's doing it on purpose because when you're making this movie at a time when creature features are basically completely dead mm-hmm. in the water, um, they're relegated to the science fiction channel. Except for Lake Placid, Congo, and Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea's after this? 98. And then... Yeah, but this is the one that kicks it off, right? I think Congo does. Congo was a flop. Yeah, but that doesn't stop. It doesn't Hollywood. kick it off. That you, doesn't you're stop still Hollywood. in the danger zone. That, you know what kicks it off, Sam? Is fucking Jurassic Park. Because this is a goddamn Jurassic Park remake, and so are all those other movies. Nature coming back, and we're man versus we're not able to deal with it. We're biting off more than we can chew. It's this is just a fucking another Jaws remake, and that Jaws happened to be Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's just another example of what we were talking last week about the creature. It's so dead for like two or three years, right? Right. People get like, producers get fucking cold feet for two or three years, and then the it works out, and everybody jumps back on the bandwagon. That's what I'm saying. This isn't a creature feature. It's a critter fritter, because they're yeah. not creatures. They're just animals. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think it qualifies. I think this is just a shitty Jurassic Park knockoff. But I like it. 
Okay, so we got some listener feedback that I want to address. Uh, <clears throat> this email, you can always email us, talk at stickermadness.com, um, is from Fern Shares, first-time writer, long-time listener. I don't know. <clears throat> he says, Dear Justin, Jackie, and Sam, <clears throat> Hi, guys. I'm writing this little message to say thanks for letting me subscribe to your podcast. Also, in answer to your question about what a Juno is, uh, Sam, a Juno is the Canadian equivalent to the Grammy Award. And I can't remember what episode that came up on, but we did talk about a Juno. And you were trying to talk about a Hugo, I believe. But uh, there you go. It's Grammy for Canucks. Well, that's all for now. Love the show. Sending you three the best from Canada. Speaking of Canada, Sam, I learned Jackie, until I told her, had never heard of Bob and Doug McKenzie. What? Sam has never heard yeah, of Bob and Doug is... McKenzie. Oh my god! No, no, I'm like, what are you talking? How do you not hear of the McKenzie brothers? I don't know. Never saw even is... Strange Brew. I don't think she's seen. No, Strange Brew. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who the hell you guys are talking. She about. didn't know what a hoser was, so I had to explain her. Oh my god! Yeah. Take off, take off, eh? <laughs> don't kill bugs, eh? <laughs> don't kill bugs. I forgot about the don't kill bugs bit. <laughs> All right, uh, in response to um, our episode last week about uh, Deep Rising, we heard from Van Diver on Facebook. Van Diver says... Van Diver! Van Diver! He says, the sequel to Deep Rising must be High Fall and is about a military transport plane flying over the general area of the ocean. The plane is accosted by some mysterious flying monster. In the end, it is killed, but the plane must make an emergency landing on the same mysterious island. The creature that attacked the plane was, of course, from the island. At the very end, the survivors from the plane meet Finn and company, who have been surviving there for a time. After some pithy statement from Finnegan, describing just how freld they are, fucked? I don't know. The credits roll. And the third film is all about surviving the island monsters and hopefully escaping. So it seems like it's a flash sideways, again, losty type thing. Two movies taking place at the same time they meet up and have an Avenger Styles team up against uh, the monsters. Uh, I believe that that movie is called Snakes on a Plane. Yeah, no. kind of. I mean, they, they didn't land on an island. Snakes. They didn't land on But a, what about no. if there was a snake ranch on a plane? Yeah, right. Explain <laughs> 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 to Wyoming. It's the same ending as Dr. Strangelove. Right. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, I told Van Diver to cast the pilot and his tough but seductive female co pilot, who also dies way too early. And he cast Ellen Tudick and Gina Torres. You guys know who those people are? You know who Alan no. Tudyk is? Yeah. And then Gina Torres is, um, oh, God, I looked her up earlier. It's he, They're both spot-on casts. Alan Tudyk, Jackie, is like, maybe Ryan Gosling is shitty Alan Tudyk. Like, they look very similar, but he's also a great character actor. Uh, Gina Torres was in, um, she's a tough lady. Uh, f- they're both in Firefly. It's Firefly. I've never seen that. Uh, Serenity and uh, Matrix. She's cast in the Matrix series. So, uh, great cast, Van Diver. I like it. Really? I mean, at the same time, Van Diver, you're just doing what's right by going, man, Firefly was underappreciated. You can really cast those people. And I'm like, 
Ooh, cast a guy in something. I don't know. I'll just grab Nathan Fillion out of the air. He'll work, right? Nathan Fillion will always work. I don't know why no one knows that in Hollywood. He's, he's Dr. Pepper of action. He was fucking Nathan Fillion in Guardians 3 is fucking awesome. Uh, that's the show, folks. Have a great week. Uh, we'll be off next week, and then when I we come back, when I come back, when I come back, I'm going to choose Strike Commander. I don't know what these other two jokers are going to do, but the movie's going to be Strike Commando. Uh, so get to the chopper. Two. Strike Commando, Strike Commando two. 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 two.